Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning in to the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for the show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Coaster Cuzzies are going to have on New Jersey's biggest theme park fan, Jason Pennypacker, also known as New Jersey Coasters on social media. Uh, we're going to interview him, so stick around and listen to that Cuzzies in your ear. Hi, Coaster Bro. How you doing this evening? I am fantastic. The weather is changing. It's raining like hell in Kansas City as we're recording this on a Tuesday night, but it's not snowing and I'm happy. Yeah, I think it stopped raining where I'm at, actually. That's what's up. Listen in, man. Listen, can you hear it? I don't hear it, but I could be wrong. I don't know. It could be. It's not raining here anymore. I don't know why I said it was raining. <laughs> it was raining earlier. So. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. It's good to be back, though. We're are we in spring yet is that coming up later i don't uh, you know i want to say we are i mean we're definitely not like in spring by like like scientists or meteorology medi- wow i cannot talk meteorologists um <laughs> that's what standards. happens when we use big words on this podcast yeah <laughs> um but it feels like spring but i don't want to jinx us because i feel like if we say it starts spring we're gonna get hit with like another snowstorm because that's how it that's how it does in the in the midwest that's how we do it here yeah, so I uh, I hope it's spring. I want it to be spring. I love I'm loving this weather, even though it's gonna rain the next three days. But um, we've had some beautiful weekends, so hopefully that trend continues. I hope so, man. Yeah, because you know when spring, you know what happens after that, right? Every park but Worlds of Fun opens for <laughs> the season. Exactly, every yes. park except Worlds of Fun. <laughs> That's what it is. You gotta man. wait to literally. The weekend before Memorial Day, so yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get anxious and I'm gonna go somewhere. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> anyway, so I gotta bring this up. I don't know if anybody listens to the Drunk Riders podcast, but they did a, a little live stream Twitch action thingy. Okay. Of this uh, trivia night that we uh, Coaster three sixty five on Twitter put on. So this dude, if you're not following him, you should because it's at Coaster365, and he posts he posts um you know a coaster a day, tells us about roller coasters, very nice of him. And he's doing like a challenge right now with March Madness and stuff. It's pretty cool, but uh, he DM'd us um, and a couple of other podcasts and was just like, "Hey, want to do some trivia? We're pulling some other podcast, put it on for you guys." And I was like, hell yeah, count me in. So um, we were there. Drunk Riders were there. Coasters and Brews were also there. I don't, they're not a podcast, but they're very active in the social media as far as drinking beers and riding coasters, obviously. TMP and Twisted Travelers all there. So it was a party. And we could pick teams, and you were, like, busy that night. You yeah, had some stuff a, going on. I had to work that night. So, so I hit up our friendly Canadian neighbor to the North Logan. And we didn't think we had a fucking chance of this. And turns out we won. <laughs> Logan and I won the trivia. <laughs> That's what's up. That's awesome. Which is cool. So we win like 
beer, I guess, but Logan doesn't drink. And also it's hard to ship beer to Canada, I think. And um, all of them are going to Hollywood nights. So I'm just going to make sure that they stay thirsty or, or they don't stay thirsty. Their, their thirst is quenched. There we That's go. That's what I'm going to do. Like how you donate so, that beer to better cause. Yep. So if I'm at Hollywood nights, I might have a beer too, but uh, they're going to have a good time in the parking lot of Holiday World. I'm going to make sure of that. But I cannot believe we won. We actually won by one point. And the reason we we won, the trivia question, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was something like, what park in America? See if you know this. You might. What park in America has um, Vacoma roller coasters for more than half of their coaster collection? Um, and, they have, and they have at least six coasters. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, I think this is right. Wild Adventures. Yep. Yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm, I, but then I was like six. I was like, yeah, they have six coasters. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. So they have the SLC. They've got their roller skater coaster or whatever it's called. I don't know the names of these things. I don't need to. Nah. Uh, Boomerang and, and their SLC. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. I, just Did I say the SLC twice. I don't know. You may there's have. four of them. Oh no, oh, there's that that kitty hanging bang. The oh yeah, the little family. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. family Vacoma. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. All we did there was ride Vacomas because the only That's roller coaster all. that we wanted to ride that wasn't Vacoma was closed that day. So, but it was a really funny moment, and people were tuning in on their their Twitch, and then they had their breakout room. And then we tuned in because we all answered. We all knew it right away. And they were like trying to figure it out. And they're like, um, gosh, is it a, and they were like serious. <laughs> they were like, it's not Mount Olympus. Uh, <laughs> just like what? <laughs> Those are all woodies. And uh, they did not get it. And we emerged victorious because awesome. they missed that question. So we had no chance at winning and we won and Turns out Logan, you know, he's only rode like 12 roller coasters or something, you know, <laughs> hasn't rode a coaster since 2012, that Prairie Coasting host guy. <laughs> but uh, turns out he is uh, a ringer when it comes to trivia. Yeah. Oh, shoot. My God. I'm going to make sure he's on my trivia teams from now on. But I just want to bring that up. I don't know that it's actually on anything because there was like music streamed in the middle of it. There's like a fun segment in the middle, but it was a good time. So I hope he throws that on again and you can join because it's um, turned out being a good time. But that's just the perks of having a you know a podcast. People just want to do nice things for you. It's kind of cool. Yeah, trivia night sounds fun. Yeah. All right, man. Let's go ahead and hop into our first segment, Theme Park Stud Reacts. I'm ready and to we- react. And we do have some news stories. We are recording a little bit earlier than usual. So uh, there might be some news stories that are left out if it, you know, happened later in the week. We're recording on a Wednesday. So, you know, there's going to be news that drops on Friday, Saturday, and all that. So that won't be included. But I do have some really hot, hot news stories for you to react to. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. The first thing, did you know? That Branson is getting a new roller coaster credit. I actually did not know this. I did not know this either. Copperhead Mountain Coaster opens in May in Branson at the Shepherd's Adventure Park. 
I feel like that name, Copperhead Mountain Coaster, just I feel like I've heard that name before. You've heard of Copperhead Strike at Carowinds. Yeah, that's probably where I'm I'm confusing the two. Yeah. That might be it. It's a great name for a for a mountain coaster, I would say. Yeah. But you know when you like driving into Branson, you see that big ass tower in the mountains? Mm-hmm. There's a big ass zip line that goes off of that. And the company that has that zip line, they also have canopy tours, and now they're adding this um, mountain coaster. Okay. So, sounds like we need to go to Branson. Yeah. Just going to point that one out. Got to make sure we get down there this year. All right. Uh, I mean, they're going to ride just like all other mountain coasters because no mountain coaster is actually better than any other <laughs> hot take. But... but might as well do it. So, and hit up some of our city. Nice. Have you been keeping up with this Dr. Seuss stuff? A little bit about the six books that are that the not being printed, basically. Yeah, not being printed and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Universal kind of came out after that and, and basically kind of said that they kind of need to maybe reevaluate the Seuss area. And I know one of the books that is no longer being printed is If I Ran the Zoo. Which is is a little interactive play area that I used yeah. to supervise, <laughs> and I awkward. hate that thing. So um, I'm all good with that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that thing was just uh, you know obviously it was Universal. Um, they have very high quality uh, you know s- stuff, and we would we would like walk around, and there's always like keeping that area clean or just like the fiberglass not scratched up on certain things and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stuff in there was kind of uh would break easily and all that kind of stuff it was it was a nightmare and it just it wasn't a popular area and kids would poop in the little moat thing that was over there and stuff like that <laughs> all the time <laughs> my gosh so i do think that's the main thing that i mean i think that's a very easy thing to close by the way yeah, um, it's just gonna be weird what they're gonna what they're gonna do with that area and stuff like because mm-hmm. that'd be just kind of a dead space right next to Green Eggs and Ham, which is a little food place that is rarely open. Sometimes it's open, sometimes not, and there's mm-hmm. and then there's gonna be another thing with nothing's there. That's gonna be kind of weird. Yeah, and I mean there are there is the potential here too. Even and I don't I don't know if you agree with me, but that Seuss might even be gone in the future with you know some of the books coming out i mean not coming out as i think by the way this is something that teachers have kind of known for a while so i was kind of surprised that this hit the news and people are like oh the seuss books are kind of racist (laughs) it's like yeah i mean you look at the pictures and it's like obvious but uh but you know they've stopped printing those books i kind of wonder if universal is going to want that land in their park or if they're going to want to retheme to something else yeah i mean i have a little soft spot for that land just because i worked there and i actually enjoy i think the theming is amazing in that land I mean, it is I, I mean they have like not one straight line and it's i mean you're in the books it's yeah. it's really cool it did even the 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 palm trees they have in that were from uh they brought him in, I think, from Miami when, like, I think Hurricane, ooh, I don't remember exactly one, maybe Charlie. I don't know what year it came through, but that's how they got bent because of that. And they <laughs> they brought those in so there wasn't a straight line and everything. And uh, it's just a cool 
children's area um mm-hmm. and it doesn't even feel like a children's area because there's a lot of fun rides that adults want to ride and stuff like that yeah yeah so it'll be interesting to see i know that's a uh, that's quite the thing to sort through because you want people that come to your park to be comfortable but you know you've also got a great land it's i just I mean, wonder what I, they're going to do with it i would i would you know honestly i i don't think you know if they do i think it's going to be years on the line because think about it, that's a right. big you ha- that's yeah, a big it's it's a christmas event you have grinchmas and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff and the grinch is very popular um um, a lot of kids so resonate with the Grinch when Christmas time comes around and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. um, who knows what they do with that? But I don't, I don't see it anytime soon by any means. Um, there's no way it could be anytime soon. Yeah, with development and there's a lot to look at, which I think is why they said we had to evaluate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shoot, um, we gotta figure this out. Let's put a statement out. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> I know, I know. My wife said like a Minions Land would be kind of cool but I can't think of like any IP that would replace it very well. I'll say minions could do it and you could, that could be a good way to connect USF and IOA together because right across the sound stages is despicable me right over there. Um, And we've actually opened that up during like, um, I say we like I still work there. Uh when I was a CEO. <laughs> uh <laughs> we used to open up that that area during um uh like when we had like uh oh what it called like the after grad nights or something like that. Oh, and yeah. that was a way for the kids to kind of go from park to park instead of leaving into city walk and going back in and stuff like that. Nice. So That's there's really a way cool. they could do it. Um but it'll be it'll be interesting if they do. So You'd think it would have to be a book series. What about Diary uh, of a Wimpy Kid? Is that is that Universal? Did they make that, or is that somebody else? I do not know. Because I feel I like you could much. take the curvy line idea there and could make that pretty cool. I feel like that's a thing. But is that outdated? I don't know if the Universal cares. They have five in their park still. They do, but they're <laughs> definitely going to get out of that. Yep. So it's just something to keep an eye on. I thought it was interesting. Used to work in the area. Just wanted to see your take on it. Yeah, I love that area, unfortunately. That's sad. (laughs) Um, Other universal news came out that HHN is going to return for 2021. Mm -hmm. And the first house that they've announced is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Woo-woo! HHN 30. Which, do you kind of read that that's going to be the mascot? Uh... Or is that just the ip that was readily available that they own that they could announce i don't they usually release a few houses pretty early like like what they do um so i don't really and that's not really the main theme now who knows they may do that this year but i think for the 30th anniversary i don't think Mm -hmm. they'll go beetlejuice as like their main theme and stuff they're probably going to go with their own ip of some sort like you know jack the jack the clown hell yeah jack hell yeah jack (laughs) Or maybe chance or something like that. Like I, I could chance. I could see them kind of doing something like that for because it's it's the 30th and stuff. I know for one thing, I'm gonna try and get down there yeah. during that time. So I think that'll be fantastic and stuff. And it's crazy to think that like five years ago I worked at HH in 25 and I worked 26 too. And that's like so crazy. Weird. That was five years ago. So yeah, old ass. I know well one thing's for sure though if you do go down to hhn this year in october 
it's gonna be fucking slammed because mm-hmm. also kind of opening um you know disney has kind of announced that they're gonna be celebrating their anniversary and october 1st is the hot date of when they're going to be launching a bunch of these celebrations and not everything's been announced yet but they did just announce that ratatouille will be opening on that date so if you are planning on going to orlando you should be making your reservations now that is kind of what i'm hearing through the travel agents and you know there's might still be limited attendance at the time so um something to think about might be a little bit crowded um 50 years that's crazy and people are going to be eager to travel they are people are going to there's gonna be a lot of traveling this year vaccinations are working and stuff it's i think people are amped up for travel in the fall so gonna be interesting to see but yeah i also haven't been to hhn's since i think 25 no that hurricane that hurricane chased me out of town yeah, it was 25 when you went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to go again, man. It's been too long. But anyways, Ratatouille's opening October 1st. Do you give a shit? I want to ride it eventually. It's not the reason why I'll go down to Disney World, but if I'm at Epcot, might as well. Might as well. I'm pretty might excited well. for it. It's, it's one of the... It's one of those rides. I don't know why, but I'm just really excited for it. I think I just love the film so much, and and my wife loves Little Remy so much that I'm after really excited for it. After watching Imagineering Story on Disney Plus uh, oh. and seeing them talk about when they did it at Disneyland Paris, uh, it I do it does interest me more about it. I was like, that's pretty cool how they did some of the things and stuff. But yeah. Um, Again, I'll be I'll be more excited about Guardians of the Galaxy when that opens uh, versus uh, mm-hmm. Ratatouille. That's pretty fair. Yeah, and they they've done wonderful things in Disneyland with uh, with that IP. So I would I can't wait to see what they do with it in Epcot either. Mm-hmm. And then the last bit of news: a lot of coaster enthusiasts are like, "Who cares?" A lot of people are like, "Well, oh my God, this is happening!" But Dollywood, really, there were some pictures released today. Uh, mystery mine you know that right yeah the Eurofighter. it's a lot of fun y- you know how there's that clunky bit that you go through the brakes and then like it's just like really rough and quick transitions and and then you kind of go back into show scenes yeah they like changed it <laughs> interesting so, yeah yeah it's just like, so they used to have like a dive that went into an overbank turn and then you kind of went into a little kind of like a helix thing and on with the ride uh now you just kind of take a left instead of that weird dive and you just kind of swoop around into the helix uh, i think it's just to take away some of the jerkiness of that part and to make it more comfortable but it was just funny i, don't, I can't think of like steel roller coasters that have really ever done that yeah like why do you want to change it unless there's some kind of like engineering a mechanical failure that made them change mm-hmm. it and they're like you know what, why not fix this issue maybe i don't know it has kind of to a be, weird thing i think you're right it has to be some sort of maintenance thing that saves money in the long run like maybe they're going through wheels or um it's just a lot of stress on the vehicle or something with that part i don't know but um i just thought it was really interesting it's not a big deal i don't think it's gonna make it might make it a little bit better because that part was like oh 
God, you're like hitting your head and real quick transitions, but yeah, it was just weird to see. That's interesting. I'm All surprised right. you didn't bring up the epic news. Oh, maybe I should react to this. Yeah, about Universal announcing they're planning on doing Epic Park and kind of getting the construction and getting that going again. Yeah, I think it has officially started, right? Yeah, they've been bringing some, but they're they're kind of yeah they've start, they've had some people on the team that didn't completely leave, so starting mm-hmm. that back up and kind of getting the contracts for you know situated yeah. again for all the contractors and getting additional staff back on that project. So that's exciting, you know. Another really park is. is always good, so. And that's going to be a great park. I can't wait to see, you know, Super Nintendo World on the East Coast. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that is good because there was a lot of worry that that park may not be a thing. But Yeah, I was actually surprised how fast they're bouncing back for that. But I was I was also looking at like their job page and they just they're just posting like a lot of job openings and they're promoting people. So it sounds like uh, they're ready to get back to where they began. So I think so. I think, uh, I think the vaccinations uh, that are happening are happening quickly and people are freaking out. It's like a fire alarm of like, wait, are we about to be kind of normal again? This is cool. <laughs> I don't know. But that's good news, man. I'm it excited for, for us to go one day. I'm excited for us. Yes. Us. <laughs> All right. So we have a special guest on our show. Today's guest is a coaster riding ginger who loves the state of New Jersey. This kid is a hot shot with a camera and even has his own media production company. Welcome to the show. The person most likely to DM your mom to self-promote his own YouTube video, Jason Penny Packer. That was outstanding. That was that was perfect. Excellent. Welcome to the show, man. I'm excited to have you on here. We've been talking to you for a while. Get you on the show, and it's the day is finally here. Well, thank you for having me. And you guys are located in Kansas City, right? We are Kansas City people. Not. I've been to New Jersey like twice. I think Theme Park Stud's been. Never, I've never been in New Jersey, oh. so I need to. You're go. not missing much. Yeah, have you been? Much, so yeah. you mentioned Waff. Have you been to World of Fun? Yes, I have. Okay, what are your thoughts on it? It's the worst Dorney. <laughs> it, it is the worst. I can agree, with, agree that. with that. I've never <laughs> been to Dorney. <laughs> All right, but the listeners at home, they may not know who Jason Penny Packer is if they haven't, you know, been on the internet in the past ten years or so, or whatever it is, however long you've been active, but. um you are kind of the man behind New Jersey coasters, is that right? Yes, the only awesome. person. <laughs> the, the man. Sadly. He is New Jersey coaster. Now, tell me the story of New Jersey coaster. What what are you guys? How did it start? Are you? So, what are you? <laughs> in 2017, I was a big fan. Oh, this is a throwback. Minecraft, everyone knows what it was. And I operated a blog website when I was like 13 about Minecraft theme park news because there were Minecraft theme park servers. And I went to this convention. I supported a few like different people that created Disney World and Minecraft. And I met a friend, and we started talking. He's from Texas. And he gave me a Six Flags pass as a gift for my birthday, a gold membership. So on opening day, 2017, April 1st, I went there, and I went with my father, and he told me, if you don't 
get over your fear of roller coasters and ride something. You're never flipping coming back here. <laughs> so that day I rode Nitro. <laughs> first coaster Nitro, Nitro, huh? Well, first coaster I worked up. I went on Roadrunner, Mind Train, Harley Quinn, then Nitro all in one day. That's so, amazing. And now I'm here a few years later. Yeah, how long have you been? So you've been active since what year 2017, again? yeah. Okay, so you've been at not as long as I thought, actually. No, but I wish it was longer, but... I'm really bad at math. Is it four years, five years? Help me out, Theme Park Stud. Four About years. Four years, yeah. yeah. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate that. Yeah, Costa Bro is really bad at math. <laughs> I'm one of the worst. So you have done this for about four years, and you're like, you're a 17-year-old kid, dude. Yeah. And you've already got kind of this uh, thing going where you've done like documentaries with parks. Yeah, one's actually underway right now. It's on Clementon Park uh, down in uh, Clementon, New Jersey. And it's on the story of uh, one of the last 14 remaining trolley parks in America. So, And at the moment, they are standing but not operating since 2019. Oh, wow. So you've got that coming up. You've got that one coming out. I, I, I believe I watched another one, um, a park that you actually are the reason I heard about it through this documentary, and they have a kitty coaster. What's the name of the park again? Bubbles, Storybook Land. Yeah. <laughs> They're family-owned, too. They're, it's a really nice park. Uh, no offense to Great Adventure, but it's the best one in New Jersey because it's the most well-kept. It is. They're, a, out, they're now on three generations of families that have owned it, and they're the same family, so since 1955 and they opened one month before disneyland so Ooh, exactly had to make sure they get open before disneyland yeah exactly that's awesome no i saw that documentary and i thought it was just so cute because the the people were so proud when you talked to them and interviewed them about their park and i'm like i'd never heard of this place (laughs) so nice and they were supposed to get an sbfe suspender but it's on hold right now because state with permits and everything and right now they're just trying to work on the park yeah. But they do have it, so who knows when they'll put it up. You said just like, did you say an SNS free spin? Oh, SB, SBF. Oh, an SBF, uh, I'm sorry. Said, uh, yeah. the, the kitty coaster uh, It's spins. the three loop. Yeah. Okay. It's the three loop model. Ooh, that's like the big one. Yeah. And it's going to be themed to Cinderella, if I'm not mistaken. The carriages, the like, the cars look like pumpkins. Oh. So it's kind of cute. <laughs> that's like the best themed SBF spinner I've ever seen. Yeah, it probably will be. Because they'll probably build a castle around and everything, knowing them. Yeah, that's true. And I also want to bring up one more thing, too, because you have, I think you've partnered with an artist of some sort. But yes. you've launched some awesome merchandise that is like old school Jersey stuff. Yes, actually. Um, here, actually, I have, I'll show you two right here. Um, so it's called Nostalgic for Coasters. And we have four products per design. We partnered with three artists at the moment. We're working on a few more for the second launch, which will be Pennsylvania coasters. Oh, oh there goes um, my money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we'll be, we'll be Virginia coasters and then Maryland. So it's going to be. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do four per state. We're picking the biggest in the states. Um, at the moment, uh, we partnered with Emotional Roller Coasters, uh, that random coaster girl, uh, and then yeah. we've also partnered with Thrills by the Shore. That's awesome. Those are all and great artists. Here's that roller coaster girl's Viper. Here, Ooh, it's like a, so Viper used to be a Togo um, yep. coaster with like the spirals around it, and it's 
there's like a snake around it the viper i guess yeah. you would say and then That's here's cool design. great american scream machine from motion roller coasters and they all are on mugs uh these are polaroid stickers they're the shape of a polaroid old-fashioned and they have like a fake handwritten note that says where they're at in the time and then we also have posters and i think a shirts yes i'm i'm so out of it tonight <laughs> oh you're good man that, that's like super awesome merchandise so if you are like a new jersey born and bred rode these roller coasters when you were growing up like you got to check this thing out because uh that's some really cool art that you're selling yeah. there the other two designs are Starjet, which is the one i'm most proud of because i helped design that one and it's up <laughs> on my wall over here it's uh it's the sunset of the roller coaster that went the ocean from Hurricane Sandy. And then the reflection of it oh, yes. is what was yet to come. And it's Hydrus, the new coaster that replaced it on the reflection on the water. Oh, I didn't notice that in the reflection. Yeah. And oh, then uh, Rolling Thunder. So. That's wonderful. Now, where, where uh, can people go to find this stuff and get this awesome um, merchandise? Nostalgicforcoasters.shop. Excellent nostalgic for coasters not <laughs> shops easy all right uh we have a ton of people that ask questions okay. and wanted to know more about you some were trolls some were great questions and uh, i know theme park stud also has some heavy hitting questions that we must know about new jersey Dude. parks and oh that's this is gonna be entertaining yes i know uh, the ins and outs of almost everyone so <laughs> that's why you're here we want to learn more about the new jersey parks so theme park stud man i'll let you start with one of your questions and then we'll go to some of our instagram answers well i just had one that kind of came up so you mentioned storybook land is one of your favorite parks as well cap so like what is when you go into a amusement park or theme park what are you looking for the most you mentioned well kept is that like your top like quality you're looking for I'm, yeah i'm looking for places that have a little bit of charm that have history people that run them actually care what they're doing it's not a corporate park you get up in the morning and you want to make sure it looks the best and it can be the best you welcome guests as the owner i, I love seeing that little touch uh because storybook land their owners stand at the exit every night and say thank you for coming and that just hits the home really nicely because you get an interaction with someone that actually cares about your admission fee. And it's not just a price to them. It's someone's coming to enjoy something that they've been working on for, say, 65 years. Uh, another thing I look into is if the rides are actually well kept, if they look presentable, uh, if the bathrooms aren't completely trash, because you have to have nice bathrooms like, come on, it's 2021. Uh, and now most importantly this past year how good covid protocols were so storybook land they actually them and sesame place are the best in my opinion storybook land cleaned after every cycle every single ride wow i don't know that and i it, went to i mean i didn't go to many parks last year but i did not see that happen i didn't once. see any of that. i don't think i saw a single train get wiped down the parks i went to yikes <laughs> if i'm being honest <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So you have a, I think we have similar taste, Jason. Um, oh, that works. The the, I, I think one of my favorite memories, like growing up and, and going to parks, was going to like Holiday World and and seeing the owners out front greeting you and that sort of thing. And it actually yeah. inspired me when I worked at Worlds of Fun. You know, the best Cedar Fair park in the chain. 
you know, at the end of the night, I'm working a night shift. I was saying bye to people at the front. So it's just, uh, I I love when the owners do that. I did not own the place, but I like to pretend (laughs) like I do at the end of the night. So, (laughs) all right, let's go to our first question from Instagram. This is coming from lateral thrills. You pick them between three coasters here. Are you picking Talon, Batman, or Great Bear? I'm picking Great Bear just because of the setting. Nice. Uh, Batman is my least favorite on that list. Talon's fun and all, but Great Bear is just something different. It's unique, especially how they couldn't build on the creek over there, and they had to do those weird supports. Oh, yeah. It's just a fun ride, and anything at Hershey's fun because they're well-kept. I love that funky helix right before that the first drop. That funky helix is great. Yeah. We need more funky it actually, helixes. It actually pulls Gs, which is the most surprising thing because it's so high up. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, shouldn't this just be like a meander? And then it's... Yeah. You really feel and it. And it even roars a little bit up there. <laughs> That's pretty dope. All right, Theme Park Stud, what's your next question, man? All right, so you mentioned Hydras earlier. So have you been on Hydras, I'm assuming? Yes. Awesome. It's my first inverting coaster, actually. What? Uh, yeah. In 2017. Dude, I forget how fresh you are here. Yeah, in 2017, <laughs> I went to opening day and wrote it. So. Oh, wow. So you're yeah. going to know this. So it looks awesome. I, I want to ride it. It looks a lot of fun. I love Eurofighters, too. Um, why is there a lumberjack just out front? Like, what, what's the story behind that? So the story behind that actually not out front anymore those are figures that have been owned by the park there that are come from different carnivals and fairs for the past like 60 years and they're just put around for photo opportunities okay like the lumberjack i think was made in like 1950 oh wow so these are all like old-fashioned they have like a marilyn monroe they have like a yogi bear figure it's just something old school that's nice okay Cool, cool. I yeah, I saw some now. photos and I was like, what is and they the way the photos I saw it looked like they were like advertising, like that's gonna be a theme. Uh, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why is there a lumberjack and a hydrus is a sea mo- like dragon type thing? And, and the whole story behind this name of hydrus, which not a lot of people know, is they picked the name because they wanted to be like a sea serpent rose out of the ocean and pulled Starjet with it and revived uh, the ride. It's some, it's loose theming, very, <laughs> very loose. But that's their story they like played off in their press release. Okay. Well, that's great. I mean, you're on a boardwalk. You don't have space for theming. Like, <laughs> No. <laughs> you got to create a story where there's not space. So I get that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Next question. What do you want to happen to Clementon Park? I'd honestly... A lot of people have been saying it should be turned into a, a public park. I could see it becoming something like uh, Knobles, is what I'd like to see. Um, pay to get into the water park. And the park is revamped, and it's a walk-in, maybe shopping center, kind of like Smithville down in southern New Jersey. Keep most of the rides. Get rid of some of the like, random flat rides throughout. Refurbish all the old-school stuff, so keep the Ferris wheel Maybe get rid of the Larson stupid loop. Get rid of the drop tower. Have Gravity Group come in, retrack Hellcat, give it new trains. And like try and make it more of a family-friendly experience that's free to enter, pay per ride. Still have the water park, maybe reopen the beach because a lot of the locals do, not a nice word, complain about uh, how the beach hasn't been there in the past 20 years because it used to be a public beach on top of the park. Nice. I think that's a good plan. 
because Clemson Park is really expensive when it, yeah. when it was open, which is why I didn't go when I had an opportunity to. So yeah, Hellcat's, I'd be happy with Hellcat's, paper ride. Hellcat's not worth more than like four bucks to ride. Or I would yeah. say like they should pay you to ride it in, in the state now. <laughs> um, go ahead, man. Awesome. Uh, so this is one thing I've always wanted to do. And actually at one point, uh, applied to work at this park. I was at Maurice Piers and I don't think they offer this anymore. Cause I was looking at it. I just couldn't find it. And when I did find a link for it, it wasn't found anymore. But did you ever do breakfast in the sky at Maurice Piers? Or do you know about it? What I'm referring to? They still do it. Yes. They still do it. Okay. I don't think they did it last year because of COVID. Yeah. But they do do it. They did do it in 2019, and I did have a friend that did it, yeah, on the okay. Ferris wheel. Did you yep. say it was worth it or not? It's a little pricey, but, hey, breakfast, like, 150 feet up on a Ferris wheel by the ocean, like, who doesn't want to do that? Exactly. Theme <laughs> Park Stud has been fantasizing about doing that for the past five years or so. <laughs> it's been it's been like over a decade, ever since like our first coaster trip in 2010 is when I started looking at it. I just want to eat breakfast on the Ferris wheel. Who doesn't? Hey. Honestly, it's it's a dream. Coaster bro, we've had a beer wheel. We might as well have a breakfast wheel. So we should, yeah. yeah. A beer? What? Fair, yeah. uh, the the old Ferris wheel at Fun Spot that used to allow beers on it. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's great. I, yeah. I don't know if they allowed it as much as they just didn't enforce it. But. Yeah, I think it was more in those things like they just didn't care. <laughs> well, that's great, too. <laughs> it was a good time. All right, so we did get a lot of questions on Instagram because you are very good with a camera. I mean, you just threw together. We're, we're doing kind of a recording here, and you've set up this professional-looking camera while Theme Park Stud and I are using our you know, cameras that are on our laptops um but you know a lot about film and yeah editing and that sort of thing and what looks good and you know all the abbreviations for all the cameras from what i can tell you dropped some of them on me and i had no idea what you're talking about but uh th- there were some great questions about just kind of some technical stuff that you do um and drew the intern from in the loop asked does do you use grafting tape when you're filming povs I think he meant gaffing tape, and yes, but not like Theme Park Review does. Uh, gaffing tape is a good like way to. Uh, okay, let me explain that a little. Okay, no, so you're okay. I don't even know what gaffing out, tape is. Yeah, so. gaffing tape is a type of tape that leaves no adhesive after it's used. Oh. So it's good it like, on fiberglass. Is it like black tape? Yes. Okay. Yes, I've used this at when I worked at Universal, actually. So yeah. See, even Cedar Fair Parks have seen just tape a GoPro with that on a train. So we mount it with multiple, we use either two or three points of mounting. And the gaffing tape is only put over parts that may shake a little bit due to G-forces, like on the camera. So it takes it down because even just a little bit of shimmy, that does happen on everything. Uh, The little bit of shimmy may throw off the GoPro with stabilization. And it may actually, on the brake run, tilt back into place because the GoPro is trying to see because it's that weird auto stabilization that GoPro made. So a few times while on the brake run, because the GoPro just moved over a little bit, the whole camera would go like this, even though it didn't move, and it'd come back into place perfectly. And uh, it just annoyed me, so I had to figure out a solution for that. That sounds really difficult. Yeah. Do you, whenever you tape it, are you like there before the park opens? Or like, are there like guests staring at you like, oh my God, you're using three stabilizations? Been, yeah. 
there's only been one time I've done it at a park where it's open, and that was yeah. Quasi. Oh, nice. We did our first uh, like big. Sh- they hired us to go all throughout the park and do anything we wanted, That's literally anything. Exciting. And this past year, we had to do it with riders, and we had to get. It was the hardest thing because you have like a line of like 20 minutes and you're asking random people while they get in line, Hey, would you want to be in a video? Please sign this paper, this released form. We'll get you on the train in front row. Oh, really? And then you have the people say, nah. Oh man. That's yeah. That's quite the scene. Yeah. (laughs) You should just um, hire theme park stud and I as models next time. Yeah. We'll just sign it. We'll have it done before we show up and we'll ride, you know, all the coasters you need us to. Yeah, we've we've done something like that. Uh, we did a Gale Force, and we had a group of one. Two, yeah, we had a group of five come in. One person was a friend of mine. He helped me out, uh, and then the other four were centered in the train, four in front for what for the photos, two and two for videos on the train, and then yeah. we had GoPro set up in the front in the second row that could capture them. Oh, so nice. it was fun. We came in like four hours before it opened. Speaking of Gale for Gale Force. Um, Coaster Dolphin did ask, why do you like Gale Force so much? Coaster Dolphin. All right, let's get this on. All right. So, all right. So I like Gale Force so much because oh, no. that was ready. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I have a I have a I have a gravity gear pad right up here. I could get on if I really wanted. Uh, uh so Gale Force is just a, a wacky ride. I love it because it has a little bit of jostle to it because it's had a really rough history. So the track isn't perfectly smooth. So it it gives a little bit of like kick. Uh, It's also really comfortable. Actually. I wish BNM vest restraints were as good as the SNS vest restraints because these vest restraints don't lock. So I have a video on my channel that shows it, but there's a POV of me and my friend on it and the vests just go up with our airtime. Oh, wow. So instead of it holding you down, you just fly up. And if you get like a little bit of room on those vests, it's scary because the ride isn't, I'll I'll be honest here, the ride isn't perfect. So the Ellison launches can sometimes go faster or slower than what they're designed, depending on the heat. (laughs) So it will either go slow over the top or it will go full speed over the top at about like 25 miles an hour on a super tight top hat going over an 100 degree drop. So you just get flung. Wow. That's why people oh. get off that and say, uh, I felt like I was going to die. I've, I've yes. seen that a few times. <laughs> Pretty much. It, it's, it's a crazy ride. And it now goes two cycles. So they have to like time it when they can send that another cycle because the LSM motors get overheated. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, just, it's a quirky ride, but it's so fun. And everyone should go out and support them because of the fire this past year. They need all the support they can get because they're building a new entrance area, which is going to cost them over a million dollars. So, oh um, man, yikes. yeah, I saw the fire a couple. I guess I was a couple. I mean, a month ago or so. Yeah, it was um, about a month. And you went out there. And yes, yeah, I did. Like covered it, didn't you? In the snow. Yeah, you <laughs> are dedicated. Yeah, that's that's a great little park. We'll talk and about we, that a little bit. We did an interview with the guys in the snow there, and they were like, "This is fun." <laughs> It was a good time. All right, theme park said you got a few more questions over there. Yeah, I got a, I got like two more. So, uh, you know, before we started recording, we asked uh, Jason if he liked Jersey Shore, the MTV TV oh, show. Not he, that. Yeah, and he says he <laughs> hates it. So, 
Um, unfortunately, Jason, I do got to bring up one question about uh, Jersey Shore. So you have to do this. So if you don't do it, you can't go to any more theme parks ever again. Um, so you go into Casino Pier. Uh, which Jersey Shore cast member are you bringing with you? If you had to pick, I don't know any of them. All right, um, told you, man. I, this Jason guy is he's still a, in high school. It's a, it's a bunch of New Yorkers that are acting like New Jerseyans. Although there is one cast member from my town, and I and my brother knew her, and she's a complete. Oh, is she? Uh, is a Snooky? I don't. I don't know exactly. All right, we'll say he would take Snooky, so we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll All go right. Snooky. Right. I would take Snooky. I think. Yeah, that's the only one I actually know. <laughs> Oh, man. And then um, Comet Coaster Sig asked, this is a bloated question a little bit, but uh, tips on photography. Oh, you my, make, that's a long. Like, okay, so I guess if I can kind of make that question specific, amateur photographer, because you, you take amazing photos, your, your Instagram feed, my gosh. Thank you. You, you make roller coasters look fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're talking to like an amateur photographer, what, what are some of your basic tips to so up their game? Don't, so first, don't go too hard into the gear. Don't try and buy the most expensive G Master lens if you go for Sony. Don't try and buy something big. Smart out small. I started out with like an A3000, like a $450 mirrorless camera by Sony. And I bought like an $150 used lens. And you just got to start working yourself and you want to pick what camera type you want to use for the foreseeable future, whether it's Nikon, Canon, or Sony, you want to learn the ins and out of every single piece of their software before you try and move on to a bigger and better camera. Buy something used, I suggest Adorama or KH camera. They have really good stuff and buy something used, go out, experiment, see what you like, make sure to shoot in raw because raw is what you want to use when you edit on Lightroom. Uh, and make sure you don't overexpose everything. Make sure you don't use too many highlights. Make sure you don't saturate everything. Try and make the photo look as realistic as you can, but also give it a little bit of your own flair. So maybe add some LUTs over it. See what makes it good and see what makes it good looking to you, really. It's all about your style. And try and make a style that can people can familiarize you with online so you maybe get like recognized online your channel may grow or instagram page whatever so start out small and don't be too full of yourself like i was <laughs> fair enough yeah i mean um i have this uh, my camera is a an iphone i don't even know it it's, it's a good one <laughs> a good one it's got those three things on it. i don't know what they do oh, it's probably like an 11 or 12 probably who knows probably who knows but I just point. I just pointed at things. I've only That's taken. Awesome. I've only taken one great photo of a coaster. Actually, it's a video. I took one great video of a coaster, and I was Slinky Dog down at uh, uh, Hollywood Studios, and I, it was a good. I mean, what do you think, Coaster Bro? I thought I did. I, I bullied. I bullied Theme Park Stud into taking vertical videos for TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his TikTok did very well. Thank the you. TikToks I even do are not vertical; they're sideways, and I just had text. Oh. There's on Gosh darn it. This guy knows a lot about videos. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Have you ever considered being a ride op? Are you a ride op? Would you recommend being a ride op? Uh, ride op. So, actually, speaking of that, I've 
been taught i've been friends with ride ops i've had horror stories of ride ops a great adventure and then i've had great stories of how fun it is so this year you may see me there as a ride up in the springtime i'm gonna try Ooh. it out i just want to see how it is until the summer when i get jobs and if i like it maybe i'll stay on till like holiday in the park probably won't i just want to get the experience of running a coaster like it's it's what most enthusiasts want to do at least once it's true definitely and it's uh it's definitely a lot of fun to just operate a roller coaster and move a huge line and just like feel like yeah i did that <laughs> and then there's also the guests that's some of the I don't you know the yeah. guests are can be very very difficult 100 percent. but yeah. those are you get some of the best like memories from that i mean coaster bro and i yeah. have some of our best stories from when we worked at the Mamba back in 2008 and just deal with these crazy, like one, one that just comes to mind is on 4th of July, our first summer. And there was like fights going on everywhere. And Coaster Bro and myself had to be out in the extended queue just to shut them down because we were one of the most like uh, kind of just outgoing and people weren't going to take any kind of crap from us. So <laughs> yeah, people didn't mess with us, Jason Pennybacker. Yeah, I don't want to operate because Great Adventure, (laughs) as you all know, has a few rides where it's no loose article policy. Yeah, I do not want to operate that because I don't want to have to be the person that says, please go put your phone in the locker and and yell at someone and and hold up a whole train. And then the train, the people that are on the break run, why are you taking so long? I feel so bad for the El Toro operators because that happens like mm -hmm. five times a day. It's tough. Um, I was at, I worked at Universal in the Marvel Superhero Island when we installed metal detectors at the Incredible (laughs) Hulk coaster. We had a wand down every person. And if they had something in their pocket and literally we stationed a supervisor, we had to be there the whole time and just get yelled at over and over again. So yeah, it, that's a tough one. So hopefully you don't get placed there. Do you know what ride you're working at? Uh, Not until April 1st. All right. It's exciting. I hope they don't like April Fool's you. Like, <laughs> just kidding. You're not hired. <laughs> you didn't like roller coasters enough. Uh. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, we got a few more questions. A lot of trolls, so we're gonna scroll past the trolls. <laughs> we see you, trolls. Oh uh, yes, right. Penny Packer is my real last name. <laughs> okay, yes, it is his real last name. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. We now know. You heard All it right. here first, folks. That random coaster girl. I think she was one of your artists, right? Yes, actually. She asked, what's a missing credit that always seems to be closed for you? I don't think I've ever really missed a credit, actually. Coaster's open for Jason Pennypacker. Actually, I've missed one. One credit on a major trip that I haven't gotten back. Uh, That was the kitty coaster at Subodara City. Ooh, Grand Exposition Coaster. Yeah, yeah. it was closed all day for rain. You're missing out. But it's yeah, it's a ride that's always closed for me that I never wanted to ride. Goliath at Six Flags New England. Oh yeah, I never cared about it. Never even rode it when it was open. One of my trips out of four there, I didn't want to ride it, and I still don't want to ride it. But it's constantly closed. So that's uh the same with me. Like every time I get the inverted boomerangs, I'm like. "Mm." Hope it's closed. Yeah, same. All right, and then COF Coasters asks, what is your favorite food at Playland's Castaway Cove? I got to say the Dairy Queen. 
Honestly, the blizzards. <laughs> just the Dairy Queen blizzard. They, they have they have they have two. Well, one Dairy Queen uh, burned down, but uh, they have another Dairy Queen in the middle of the park. It's their like only food at the park. Thank goodness. And it's great. Like, who doesn't want a slushy from Dairy Queen? I kind of want one right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. All right. Do you have any more over there theme park stud? Uh, I do not. All I right. Do have the ejector seat though. So before we move into the ejector seat, you've made a list for us today of the top 25 coasters that you think are underrated. Or are they just your top 25 general? They're like the top 25 in New Jersey. Yeah. Let's go with it, man. What What do you got? So like I'll skip through it a little bit. I'll talk about the best like like few like underrated rides like you mentioned. Uh one underrated ride, uh, starting from all the way at the bottom, is of course Bubbles the Coaster at Storybook Land. Of course, uh, I have Bubbles. Actually, although it's only sixteen feet tall, ENF Miler is very known for aggressive kiddie coasters, and it has this one little jank on the helix. So if you send back row on a summer day, it gives ejector air time. So that's what's up. And then another ride that does that is an SPF Visa Spinner at Jenkinson's. Uh, it actually is like Tsunami at Ohio's uh, Scene 75 that was just added, but this was the original model. Um, and it has five car long SBF trains. You normally only see three or four. So yeah. it has a really tight drop underneath the lift hill, which the layout's literally a wacky worm layout. Uh, so it has a small little drop. So in back row, it, it like bumps the train up. So you get ejector airtime in a really, really rough seat. <laughs> so it hurts because you land back down on plastic. Uh, but hey, it's airtime. <laughs> hey, man, that's all you can ask for in a kitty coaster. If you get an airtime, that's yeah. top 25. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, another underrated coaster is a family coaster over at Maurice Pierce. Uh, Runaway Tram. I want to ride that so bad. Uh, watch the tram car, please. No, all right. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't know that one. Was you don't that... get that. It's uh, all the trams down in Wildwood. They always play. Watch the tram car, please. Oh, I didn't uh, ride the yeah. damn tram when I went. That's on me, dude. I'm sorry. That was a. I can tell that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a fun Zier family coaster. It pulls some pretty good G's, and it has a cute little theming. It's themed to like the tram cars, but with like a wacky face in the front. And then it has a guy on the back holding on like the real tram, like a figure. It's like perfect. That is great. I didn't know that that was themed after the trams on the boardwalk. That makes sense. Just ran um, away. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just say that the tram just ran away. That's the theme. Bad I get pun. It now. Bad pun. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm just scrolling. Uh, Dark Knight Coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure. It's the best theme coaster there. Which is people don't talk about it. No, it's it's a fun wild mouse, honestly. I love those wild mice. Those wild mice. Wild mice, wild mouses, whatever. Mouses. What? Who cares? They're they're, they're like smoother or something because they're inside. Yeah, I feel like. And it's mock rides, so you gotta mm. love mock. Pretty fair. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. We also got uh. Wild waves that plans cast to go another ENF, but this one's 55 feet tall. Yeah. Like, and it wraps around Gale Horse, but it has a really perpendicular hills. So a really tight crests. 
So on the back row of these only three car long trains, you get really good sustained floater. Better than Nitro in the same state. So, You know wow. what's crazy Better about that park? I, I think yeah. I visited that park before you started like being active. I think it was like 2016, 2015. Yeah. And like, I went back to look at RCDB and I'm like, wait a second. There's only like one coaster there that I rode. <laughs> like This park's completely yeah. got new coasters. Yeah, they've been going ham. They've gotten about nine new flat rides since then. It's a they've new upgraded park. Their, yeah, they've upgraded their train. They've got a new short. They literally replaced their double shot because it was old. In the same plot of land, the same height, they just got a new version. Wow. And then uh, they have an SBF now. They have Wild Waves. And then they have uh, Gale Force, which Gale Force, Wild Waves, and that SBF replaced a Flitzer and a crappy Pinfari looping coaster. So Yeah, and I was like almost surprised that Pinfari looping coaster, I thought was going to beat me up and like wasn't bad yeah the, the park does pretty good maintenance yeah good for them yep uh and then we can't we can't not mention the most glorious indoor coaster of all time oh no skull mountain i knew it was coming <laughs> coaster in a <laughs> you, warehouse <laughs> you can't you can't not love skull mountain the, what, the music what's in, there? in the dark uh there's two like cutouts that turn on during Halloween. There's a there's a random like skull head, and then there's just a big speakers in the middle that play this ominous music in the dark. Wonderful. Yeah. That is an underrated attraction. It has ejector airtime, so because it has a really weird seat in the back because there are only one position lap bars. If you yeah. get a, if you sit with someone a little bit heavier or you scoot up a little bit, you get like almost a foot of room, which is not safe. I do not suggest it, but I've had it happen because I've sat with a larger guest and on the drop, you just float out of your seat the whole time. If you're in the back, like nice. a little too unsafe because now they've had to add a height limit for the back row. Cause yeah. you can almost touch one of the turnarounds. Oh my God. So that's fun. <laughs> now I do have to ask, what what is your like your top five of what's your top five coasters in Jersey? All right. So number five is Nitro. Ooh. Nitro is like very, very close to Sea Serpent, because Sea Serpent, even though it's a boomerang, is like smoother than like oh my God. <laughs> half half of the B and M's I've ridden. How? Did they get new trains? Lately, it got new trains, a new uh, lift hill, a new ride system, a new catch car. It, it got so much last year. New paint. They also reprofiled a few sections in house. Wow. Maury's does tremendous maintenance, and the thing rides like a dream. And I do want to point out that's that's the prettiest boomerang I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a photo right here in my wall. Just gonna... Oh no, gorgeous! Uh-oh. That's like a the textbook photo. Yeah, I've seen, that, I've seen that photo textbook on a textbook. Photo. Textbook. <laughs> yeah, I've literally seen it on one. Yeah, unless you took uh, it. <laughs> I took that photo for the park this past year because it's uh, well. It's is it on a textbook? Because it, it should. Be. Who knows? It's because it's the best restraint trains, which ah, are the new trains. And surprisingly, these are easier to get into than all the other best restraint trains because all the others have seat belts. Right. This just doesn't. Don't need them. Just, just no. Don't need them. Who needs it? Um, All right, what, what do you have for number four? Great Nor'easter at Maurice Pierce, another Vacoma coaster. Who is that this they spent guy? $5 million retracking, giving new trains, 
new ride system. That's all that Maury's does. They just upgrade their old rides. Like this upcoming year, they're retracking Great White completely eventually and giving it Timberliners. Really? Yeah, like this this place just doesn't like give up. <laughs> they spend... I will say that with, Wait, great, with great Nor'easter, uh, like it would be hard to replace that because it's just so yeah. intertwined in that pier. That's like, yeah, ah, well, we've got it, so we got to keep it yeah. nice. Even though it is the clone, it's not exactly because they actually cramped the layout to fit into that space, and Vacoma had to change the whole layout of where the station is and everything to fit it. Huh. So it has custom supports on like on traditional boomerang, even though it has like almost the same identical layout. It has tighter like turns and everything that fit around that were built to fit the slides. Wow. Uh, and it also this the funny part. The park spent three point eight million to retrack sections in 2018, 2017 season. Yeah. And then they noticed that all the okay sections were now really rough because the other they stood out. So they went back to next year and spent another three million, and they retract the rest. That's wild. That's such a wild commitment. Most I other know. cars would just use that three million to bulldoze it. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Not they announced at like a Ace event when I was there, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we tried retracting it. It didn't work out, so we're gonna retract the rest." <laughs> That's great. I'm excited to ride uh, uh, Great yeah. White when it reopens. I don't. I don't want to ruin anything. Keep going. Sorry. I don't know that's, that's right. your top five. Uh, number three is King Ka. Oh, ever heard of it? Yeah, everyone's ever always, heard of it. Everyone's always heard of it. <laughs> it's not as bad as people say. And it actually, they just refurbished Teal Train this past year. So it has the over the shoulder restraints are bad and everything. But these new restraints have like a little padding that go up farther. Oh. So on the airtime hills, you don't get slammed into it on your shoulder blades, which is mm-hmm. nice. And the teal train ha- has completely new wheel assembly with, uh, I think, two of the wheel assemblies in the front have actual uh, springs like an SNS wheel assembly mm-hmm. because the track on the launch straight is just completely janked up due to no lateral supports on it. And it just sways back and forth. Oh, so it, it's really like Bobby back and forth. So it rides much smoother now. I still don't say right in the back, right in the back is like wanting help oh, yeah. i every time i ride that i wait for the front mm-hmm. like i don't ride it very often so it's like um people say it's rough so i've just rode it in the front every time and it's awesome and the restraints never bothered me yeah so i ride I it's better row than five and up yeah what you do yeah. i do there's an airtime oh. hill it's taller it's faster yeah it, the airtime hill a lot of people say does nothing it gives some pretty good flow jector it, it's yeah. sustained enough if you get over if you're tall it hurts your shoulders just get over it yeah <laughs> and like who needs like insane airtime after you've been launched up the tallest roller coaster in the world yeah pretty much you know it's like and, a, it's just yeah. like a cherry on top like okay yeah so, number two I is the, i like candy cough yeah number two is the most hated opinion i've ever had oh no Gale Force rides rides amazing, beautiful location. The setting's great, and the ride is just intense. If you like intensity, that's just not good. Like it shouldn't be as intense as it is. It, it shouldn't <laughs> ride like it is. If you just like something out of control, you're gonna like it. Is it kind of like it shouldn't exist? 
it, it shouldn't. I don't think so. it shouldn't actually. No, it shouldn't yeah. exist. It's a little too mental. Maybe that's why you Julie like Graves. it. Yeah, probably. And then number one is El Toro, of course. You know. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't just say Toro. I know. <laughs> why? Why do people just say Toro? You're a New Jersey oh. guy. Why? Why can't they just say L in front of it? Uh, yeah. Imagine just saying bull. It's the bull. Like, come on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love bull. Well, a, that was a good time. <laughs> I love bull, guys. Bull's Sweet great. Bull. Sweet bull. Well, that's a pretty good dang list you got there. A lot of great coasters in the state of Jersey. A lot of great parks too. Great yeah. place to go on over there. Whore the shore. Get all those credits in. Go to and uh, skip American Dream. Dude, dude, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> internet cool with you saying that? I don't know. <laughs> I say it all the time though, because that is a New Jersey park, right? Yeah, technically, they market it as New York, so I'm gonna call it New York. Okay. <laughs> is it just like I know there's like a lack of character? It's been something I've. It's a read. warehouse. It's a warehouse with some coasters. It's a warehouse with some coasters that has bad ventilation. So that made me have an asthma attack. So, oh, well, wow. that's, pretty, that's a good reason to not like the place, I guess. Yeah. Also, I don't know why, but all their, all their steel coasters ride rough. Huh. Interesting. Like Shell Razor rides rough. Shredder just shakes the whole ride. Sandy shakes. Why? They need to get with that Maury's Pier team. They yes, they do. <laughs> I, I don't think they could, honestly. They probably couldn't even fit a crane in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to eject your ass out of here pretty soon. So, theme park stud, let's go ahead How and does this work. Let's put, let's put Jason through the ejector seat. Sounds good. All right. So, the way the ejector seat works, it's rapid fire questions. So, you got to just answer. Oh. Okay. Um, oh shoot this is not gonna work out <laughs> some of these <laughs> some of these are easy some of these you might be like oh but you gotta try and answer as fast as you can all right all right number one are you a fan or an enthusiast enthusiast figured that <laughs> you don't say uh, what is your favorite amusement park of all time silver Dollar city well missouri action all right tell us about your first roller coaster ride Nitro, I screamed my head off. It was the first hyper coaster. And I didn't want to go out on anymore. And my father dragged me back on. Is your father an enthusiast? (laughs) Well, he was. But now I've got him back into it a little bit. So Mm. my mother used to love roller coasters. She got out of it. And now she's back. (laughs) Put her in wacky taxi 30 times and it works. Wonderful. (laughs) All right. Top three roller coasters of all time. Uh, Top three. Time Traveler, Phantoms of Revenge, and El Toro. Wow, Time Traveler. Dude, people are loving Time Traveler theme park stuff. Time Traveler is so it. good. I man. love it. And it's I love Phantoms of so Revenge. Phantoms of Revenge is out of control. It's madness. I love it. Top three non-roller coaster rides. Centrifuge, Wonder Woman, Golden, Golden Lasso Spin. I don't know. The Frisbee at Great Adventure. And uh, then SNS Shot Towers. They're extra fun. What was that first one? Centrifuge. It's a him. It's like a. It's like a. I forget what that model is. It's it's a it's a scrambler inside a building with lights, music, oh. fog. Yeah. It's a party. It's, it's a party with a scrambler. <laughs> yep. 
and it has like a three minute long cycle. So, all right. What is your biggest guilty pleasure at a park? Oh, that's hard. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I don't like marathoning rides like other people. I like just wandering around taking photos and enjoying it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then last but not least, what is your favorite memory from a park? Uh, Gale Force. Just Gale Force. <laughs> just Gale Force. <laughs> just the car crash that is Gale Force. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gale Force <laughs> shoot I did this past year is my favorite memory uh, from a park. They uh, they were really nice over there. They gave us free pizza, drinks. The guys over there in the maintenance team had nothing else to do, so they let us walk up the lift to all wild waves. It's just, it's just fun. <laughs> That's pretty That's dope. Awesome. All right. Well, he survived the ejector seat. Congratulations, you did it. Good job. And you did great. You just you went right on him. That was awesome. All right, Jason. Before we eject you, let us know where we can find you on all your socials and wherever. Uh, wherever so we find New you. Jersey Coasters on Instagram, YouTube, NJ Coasters on Twitter, and uh, NJC Media on Facebook. Nice. And make sure you go check out that merchandise that you've got up there. What, what, what's the website again on that? Uh, nostalgicforcoasters.shop. And I also sell my own like canvas prints, but you can find that in my link link in like Instagram. It's like a weird website. So might have to got me one of those once I start hanging stuff on my walls one day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, Jason. It was, I've learned so much about New Jersey. Well, that was a great show. Great time talking with Jason. That kid knows a lot of stuff about New Jersey and cameras. Yes, he does. He is an expert in amusement parks in New Jersey, and he's he knows his stuff in uh, cameras. I was taking a look at his Instagram, mm-hmm. just talking about cameras, and like he has some awesome photos of roller coasters on there, and like he's done a great job. That kid's a hot shot, man. He's he's just really uh, I don't know. I just think he's going to, he's taking off, man. Oh yeah. Doing, definitely. doing park documentaries, getting merchandise out there. I respect that kid's hustle. Mm-hmm. That kid DMs me sometimes and says, Hey, watch this YouTube video. <laughs> I respect it. All right. But thanks for listening guys. We're going to plug our shit. And we're going to plug it right now. Follow us on Instagram at coaster cousins. Same on TikTok. It's wild. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and Clubhouse. So if you are kind of wondering what Clubhouse is about, I've been listening to some Clubhouse rooms. I'm feeling pretty brave. By the time you hear this, I might have hosted a Clubhouse room. That's right. And you might have missed out because you weren't following us on Clubhouse yet. Go on over there. Get you an invite from a friend and follow Coaster Cuzzies. And last but not least... If you like our podcast, you should go to Apple Podcast and uh, give us a little five-star review. If you don't like our podcast, fuck off. Don't do it. <laughs> all right? Just don't do. Don't give us a rating. All right? But we haven't promoted this before, ever. So, um, you know, if this is something you've been listening to, you've listened to all 30 episodes or so, and you're like, hmm, we'll help these guys out. Go on over there, give us a five-star review. And, uh, Tell us what you like about us. We'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Stay fly, America. You know what to do. Stay low. 
stay woke.